eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, hi. Well, that's not how we do it. Oh, it's the Boomer and Carton postgame show, normally with Al and Jerry, but uh, we worked for seven hours today on the air, and uh, Jerry had to go home to pick up his kit or something. So Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Eddie, welcome to the postgame program. Oh, thank you very much, Al, and hello, podcast people. Yeah, you're going to love the podcast world, Eddie. Uh, one of the things I'll bring up, uh, which came up a couple times on the show, is uh, fish came up a lot on the show yes. today. Uh, Craig ordered sardine sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Uh, which then uh, have leaked uh, under the carpet here. And then at the end of the show, he was talking about salmon. There is no way he's correct in saying that 99% of the salmon we buy in stores is fresh caught, wild caught. He's saying only 1% is farm raised. There's no chance that's true. That is impossible. I uh, buy a lot of salmon to eat, and the cheaper salmon, because there's a lot more of it, is the farm raised salmon. Right. Not the one you catch out in the middle of the ocean, which I imagine is difficult to do. I don't know how. I've never. Have you been to a salmon farm or know how that works? Uh, I have, and I know how that works. Yes. You've seen a salmon farm? Yes, I have. I, I've seen uh, various fish farms. Yes. So the salmon farms, they're just in. Like we we think of regular farms. There's cows in a field, chickens in a field. Mm-hmm. What are the salmon farms looking like? Well, they're just sort of big, you know, salt watery kind of tanks right and they have little environments for them to feel like they're really out in the wild but they're not so why do people why what makes that unhealthy i wonder that seems like a nice environment that um a man-made environment so nothing could go wrong well it's a man-made environment so of course everything can go wrong oh that's just the way it works and back to your point about craig being wrong i don't think there's enough salmon in the ocean to supply Right. All, all of the salmon that is eaten. So Yeah. Now, when I was growing up, I don't know if you remember. Now, you don't eat any seafood. Correct. You are you have a, a, an allergic reaction to seafood. No, I just don't like it. Oh, I thought you had an allergic reaction. Uh, growing up, 
I remember my parents getting salmon in a can and then they would spread it on um, and make sandwiches on rye bread. Yeah. It looked like the most disgusting thing I can think of because they didn't, when you took it out of the can, it was room temperature or whatever temperature the can was at. And that's how they would eat it. Yeah. And it's kind of gross and it's like a paste and it's oily. Yes. An oily paste. Yeah. Not good. No. So that was the salmon thing. Another thing that came up briefly on the show, and I want to get your take on this, Darrell Revis has an Instagram account, mm-hmm. and I guess he had posted a photo, and and uh, the the uh, angry Patriots fans went after him. And then he said some very nasty things using the C word, the really? worst C word, uh, going after them, and then he claimed he was hacked, which I'm sure is not true. And people often ask me, is Eddie Scazzeri on Twitter? Is Eddie on Facebook? Is Eddie on Instagram? And the answer always is no. What is your reason for that? Um, Really, it's because I don't really care. I'm not anti-social media. If you're into all that sort of thing, that's great. But I I just, I can't be bothered. No interest. And uh, we've discussed this off the air, is that we're also afraid you'll say something that will get you fired. Uh, That is... Quite likely, you've been privy to some of my comments basically every day off the air, behind the scenes, and some of the drops I would like to work in and you forbid them. So that kind of stuff probably would get me fired. So I'd have to have like then an alias and, you know, it's just the whole thing. And also to be on these social medias, for the most part, people um, do them on their phones and you do not have a smartphone. Yes, people, I still do not have a smartphone. Do you have a uh, flip phone? Uh, I used to have a flip phone, but the battery finally died. So I think I have uh, some sort of an LG thing with a fold-down keyboard something. Oh, yeah, nice, the fold-down keyboard. That was big at one point. Yes, probably about seven years ago. Yeah, easier to text that way. Uh, yeah, but I don't really text. And I actually don't use it to text. And when I do have to text, I still use the, you know, the numerical keyboard. Oh, the one you where, will. like, if you want the letter I, you have to hit the one button three times. Correct. Yeah. G H I. Yeah. That'll so. keep you from spending all day texting because you'll have no interest in doing oh, that. Yeah, I don't have any interest. I'm very, I'm a minimalist when it comes to texting. Uh, Eddie, one of the newest Jets is Stephen Ridley. He's a running back that came over from the Patriots, and he went and got himself immediately a Jets tattoo on his forearm. It just says Jets. Yes. Uh, are you a tattoo guy? I am not. But I again, nothing against it. I've actually thought about maybe getting a tattoo at some point in my life, but then never went through with it. Did you have ideas of what you might tat yourself up with? Uh, well, actually, boringly, I, I was going to get a medic alert because <laughs> I'm a diabetic. Right. Hi, folks. I was going to get a medic alert bracelet tattoo. Oh, so then if the like if we found you somewhere, correct? Uh, 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 in some type of. Diabetic right. shock. The paramedics could just like look at my wrist to see if I had a bracelet, and they would see that tattoo. Right. But to get a tattoo on your wrist, like there's not a lot of meat there. It yeah, that's painful. tough skin. Yeah. That is tough skin to do. Yeah, I always wondered like, what would I get if I got a tattoo? The only time I really thought about it, and this is, I'm glad I didn't because I I had the idea at the time of, you know, years later this is not going to make a lot of sense or no. it's not going to be great. Right. When I was in, when I first started college, I loved like hardcore David Letterman. I wanted to get the old late night logo, the, wow. the blue and yellow logo tattooed on my uh, bicep. And how would that look now? Say? Brutal. Yeah. 
and how could I also explain that to another adult? Right, or a potential mate. A potential mate. This I got. I got myself this late night with David Letterman tattoo. Right. Yeah, so I am out with tattoos, but and, Stephen Ridley is in. And a good thing you, you don't, like, put the tattoos of all your girlfriends on your arm because with the average duration of your relationships, that wouldn't really work out either. They do not last long. Right. I think a safe bet for a tattoo, if you could put your children's name. Sure, that would work, because theoretically, they'd always be in your life. Unless they did something horrible. And listen, people do have children uh, that grow up to I, yeah, yeah. kill them or... Charles um, Manson had yes. a mother and father. Right, but they had Charles on their arm. Yeah, right. For or, Charlie Manson. Right, or Helter Skelter. Not right. a good idea. Not good. Now, Charlie Manson has an interesting tattoo. He, he went with the forehead swastika. I th- actually thought he... Like cut that into his. Skin oh, with maybe a it's knife. carved in. I think you know what you're right. Yes. You ever see some of the NFL players? They do the. Um, they have the branding of their yes. fraternity with a hot iron. Yeah, that is hardcore. That is hardcore because it welts all up. Yeah, so there. It, it's actually not a tattoo, but it, their skin is raised in the shape of their fraternity letters. Correct, and it they literally are branded like cattle. Like I know Emmett Smith has that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wonder, like, what is that? Just a fraternity that does it? I, I, I and hot iron. I, yeah, like, uh, like they take a uh, a wire coat hanger and bend it to the shape that they want, and then stick it in a fire or whatever. And right. You and I, not that tough. I am not. No, I am not that the body maiming type. Let me see what else I have here for you, Eddie. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Victor Cruz. They're already planning their TD celebration for this year. Mm, yeah, no good. This I don't is like a that. yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't make the playoffs last no, year. No, this is something that the Patriots could be doing. Yes, but they wouldn't. But be, they wouldn't because they're classy. The Patriots, right? Yeah. So Victor Cruz, Odell Beckham Jr. They want to do some type of uh, a team dance that they can they can dance together. Now I'll, I'll watch Dancing with the Stars. And they do the cha-cha. That's like a two-person dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, are you a Dancing with the Stars person? Uh, no. What not, about the wife? Uh, no. She's no. not. No. I strangely watch that. Well, uh, hey, that's uh, that's okay. But I like it because it's kind of like sexy dancing. Well, you know, there's internet porn, so why yeah, would you, you know, true. get what you need? Right. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about the dancing, though, like if it's a really good-looking woman. Who knows how to move on the dance floor? And it's it's music that I might like. I I am in for that. Well, I think they have a whole porn subgenre, which is dancing? ballroom dancing. There's no sex. chance. I believe so. I believe that exists. If if it doesn't exist, that's a category that, that should there, be. There, there you go. You could be a producer of that. Now, Eddie, I was excited when I saw this this morning. Mm-hmm. We did not get to it on the uh, on the radio, which is strange because we had seven we hours. We had seven hours to get. You would think we got to everything on right. this list. So, uh, were you a fan of National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, the not, original? Y- yes, I've seen it, of course. Not over the top, but I did enjoy it, and I do recognize it as a classic. Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo. Oofah, yes. Yeah. Uh, the the first one, so so Vacation was regular Vacation, mm-hmm. where they go to Wally World. Yes. And that doesn't work out well for them. Is that the one where they see Christy Brinkley in the car, like yes. next film or something? Yes. Yes, Christy Brinkley in the car, who, by the way, at sixty something looks oh my god stunning yes. still today. Mm-hmm. So then there was European Vacation, which I wasn't crazy about. No. And in that one, it was weird. They went, they went with a different set of kids. 
So it was still Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. Those weren't the same two actors? It wasn't the same two actors because I guess too many years had gone by. Okay. So that threw me off a little bit. You know, Rusty and I forget the girl's name. They were they were different. Then I thought they made a very strong comeback with Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation with the squirrel coming out of the, the tree. The squirrel out of the tree. That's a great one. Cue the deer. Yeah, the whole thing. Back and uh, who was the um, their uncle? Mm, no. The guy who no, was, no. he was, uh, damn, I'm, everyone's going to yell at me at this. Uh, he was the guy uh, who lived in the uh, in the um, the trailer, and he comes to park his trailer in front of their house and uh, spend um, Christmas with them. I can't remember his name. So that was a solid one. But Beverly D'Angelo and Chevy Chase are back uh, with yet another set of children. It's going to be another vacation. They they did start filming, and it actually looks pretty good. This I would watch. And it, is it their grandchildren? No, they still are pretending that, well, the, the, they look older because, like, the kids, it might be grandchildren, yeah, because the kids are married. Okay. But the, And the grandchildren, yes, and they. I'm, I'm remembering the photo that I saw from the set. Okay. And they all go on a vacation together. So a big family vacation. Yeah. Were you a, a Chevy Chase guy? He was a big, big in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, actually, I first kind of got turned on to him with the original SNL. Right. Uh, the back shark. in the day. Yes. Right. Lance of Flowers, ma'am. And the uh, Ford. And he then, he pre- yeah. played President Ford. Exactly. And then uh, what about Fletch? Uh, big fan of Fletch, as you know. Uh, Michael Sinlin. Oh, right. That's where yes. Michael Sinlin. Oh, Dr. Cocktosin. Yes. Yeah. Fletch 2, not so much, but Fletch, yes. Fletch 2 was not so great. What I did find out, there's a whole series of Fletch books that I guess this guy, whatever they got the original Fletch from mm-hmm. and, and made that into a movie. There's a whole series of books. I always wondered why they didn't do more of those. That well, just seemed like a, such a great character. Of the of the Fletch movies? Yeah. More of that? Yeah, because there were multiple books that the Fletch writer wrote all these books. Why not turn every one of those into a movie? Right, and especially since, you know, if you have something that's halfway successful, usually right. there's eight movies. Of yes. It. So why not beat it into the ground? Hollywood milks it. Yes, yes, they do. Know what else Hollywood loves? A superhero movie. That they do. Like, what what's I, left? I, but I see what I don't like is these sort of reboots. Like, let's do Superman again. Yeah, but they just did it. And the Batman's too confusing. I say if you want to wait... 20 years between reboots, fine. Right. I get it. Different, you know, you could do different special effects, different audience, and blah, blah, blah. But the constant reboots, like the Spider-Man reboot, it's just confusing to me. And I don't know which one to watch. And I don't like when they have to keep redoing the origin story. Exactly. So now that whole movie or most of that movie is just leading up to how they become Batman or how they become Spider-Man. Right. Again. Again. Right, and then you don't get them being their their doing, superhero. Right, so you're two hours in. Right, but for me, I kind of like the origin story, but I wouldn't like it over and over and over again. Right, I want to see Superman leave Krypton and the little thing with Jor-el and you know General Zod, the whole thing, and that's it. Then I'm good. But if you're gonna reboot it every two years, and I will see, I'm interested in Superman versus Batman. That seems like something I would want to see. Is that coming out? That's coming out. They're filming with Ben Affleck. So they're fighting each other? I don't know what that is because they're both good guys. Right, and they're both in the Justice League, if you remember. Right, DC Comics. Right. I don't know why they would be fighting each other, but it's called Batman versus Superman. And is Robin involved? I don't think Robin's in it. Uh Aha. 
Okay. I did see a really cool, they have the guy who's playing Lex Luthor. They had a picture of him in Entertainment Weekly mm-hmm. uh, all balled up. He was the guy who did, uh, well, you didn't see this, the Facebook movie. Jesse Eisenberg is his name. No, I did not see the Facebook. Hot young act, actor, but he looked good as as uh, Lex Luthor. But I also thought, well, really anyone, if you shaves of their head, exactly, could be like, Craig could be Lex Luthor. Right. Like, I think one of the reboots, Spacey was, uh, Kevin Spacey was yes. Lex Luthor. Yes, he was. Right, so. All right, uh, Eddie, we're out of time. Wow, that that was quick. It was quick. Um, Jerry had to go get his children because we were on for seven hours. Right. Now Mike is on. The Mets are on as we're taping this. And uh, how'd I do? Pretty first, good. Uh, we did very smooth. All right. I think we did excellent. It really, it, it, you know, it did not seem like 15. It seemed like 13 at most. Nice. Yeah, I mean, those extra two minutes were nothing, Eddie. Yeah. You could sign us off and say goodbye. All right. Well, uh, goodbye, everyone in the podcast world. Hope you enjoyed it. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.